the Pet Milk Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. The first evaporated milk, Pet Milk, presents Fibber McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, Dick Legrand, Colleen Collins, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Keith Fowler and directed by Max Hutto with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. There comes a time in the life of every pet milk baby when he outgrows the bottle. And being human, you're glad because you don't have to fix formula anymore. No more fuss with bottle, boiling water, cleaning nipples. Well, you can be glad, too, that with a pet milk baby, there's no weaning problem. He's always liked pet milk in the bottle, so naturally he'll like it in the glass. And it's so easy. You just pour pet milk into the glass and add an equal amount of water from the tap. It's simple as that to be sure your youngster will continue to get all the nourishing milk substances and vitamin D needed for steady growth, sound teeth and bones. No bulky bottles to take up a lot of room in the refrigerator. No worry about milk sitting on the doorstep if you happen to be away. Well, you can keep a whole month's supply of pet milk right in the pantry because it always stays good and sweet in the sealed cans. And remember, pet milk, the first evaporated milk, costs less generally than any other form of milk. There's one person in Wistful Vista who never forgets when Mrs. McGee's birthday rolls around. That's Mrs. McGee. <laughs> but she just got a big surprise today because look who else remembered it this time as we join Fibber McGee and Molly. So, so happy birthday, baby. From me to you with love and kisses. Oh, McGee, you darling. You didn't forget this year after all. Forget? How could I ever forget my little wife's birthday? Well, I've asked myself that question every time you've done it. Well, I took no chances this time, Tootsie. I had so many strings tied around my fingers, the guys at the Elks thought I was crocheting a doily. <laughs> go on, go on. Open up your pen. My goodness, I just... Go ahead, open it up. <laughs> oh, it's a... It's a beautiful... Uh, uh, blouse? <laughs> yep, you like it? Yeah, uh, yes, yes, it's, it's very unusual. Yeah, you won't see that blouse on every woman on the street. No, you don't often see a color combination of green stripes and yellow polka dots on a lavender background. <laughs> How'd you happen to pick it out? Oh, I just knew it would strike your fancy, kiddo. Those are the same colors that were in the necktie you got me for Christmas. <laughs> well, so they are. Yeah. Ah, well, you've made this a wonderful birthday, dearie. Ah, but you haven't heard the big surprise. I've been saving it. Another present? Better than that, even. Look, my dear, in honor of this is the woman I love's birthday, I'm going to cook you a dinner party tonight. <laughs> You're going to cook? Yeah. Oh, no. No, McGee. Huh? Well, uh, it's too much trouble. No, nah, don't uh, you worry, baby. Nothing's too much trouble for my little wife. Doc and Latrivia are coming over, too, and Wally Wimple and Mort Toops is out of town, but his wife accepted, and they're yeah, all... Yeah, but McGee, now, look... I'll cook the dinner. Let me cook it. On your birthday? No, sir. And boy, what a wing-ding this will be. I even got a French cookbook, Molly. All wrote out in French. <laughs> you can't read French, dearie. Who needs to read? This cookbook's got pictures. <laughs> Look, what would you say to a nice big bowl of lobster thermostat for the main course? 
lobsters. No, McGee, you can't get lobsters now, not unless they're flown out from the east. Oh, <laughs> I'm afraid you're a little confused, Tootsie. <laughs> lobsters are sort of a big shrimp with a heavy corset on. <laughs> they can't fly. I mean, you can't get them at the market. Well, I'll work out a menu. Get your hat and let's go down to the market. i got to get started. Look, dearie, look, now, uh, why don't we just take our guests out for dinner tonight? Hmm? I'll phone the Ritz Vista Hotel and reserve a table in the sump room. You know, the sump room... No, no, no. (laughs) No, siree. No hotel food for my wife on her birthday. I'll cook the dinner. Besides, remember the last time we ate in that sump room? When that waiter come charging in carrying a four-foot sword? (laughs) On it was stuck a leg of lamb, a slice of eggplant, a dozen mushrooms, and a small busboy that got in his way? (laughs) I like to left over the kid with the keys trying to get out of it. Come in. Hey, Johnny, I got your invite to the party tonight. Good. It's going to be formal or informal? Brown tie, old-timer. Oh, nabs. Thought I'd get a chance to wear my cutaway coat and my boiled shirt with a gates of jar collar. Yeah? I used to cut quite a figure in that cutaway when I was a kid, kids. Played all the palms in my college days. I didn't know you were a college man. What college uh, did you go to? All of them, daughter. I didn't enroll, I just went for the prom. <laughs> the gals saw me, their hearts used to flutter. Many's the time I went pity-pat. You mean they went pity-pat? I did, daughter. They'd fling themselves at my feet, and out of pity, I'd give them a pat. <laughs> you, you must have been quite a ladies' man, old-timer. I'd like to have seen you back in them days. Oh, I still dream about it, Johnny. Yeah? Other night, I put on my old college smoking jacket with a velveteen braid, lit a cigar, and fell fast asleep. Fell asleep? Yeah. I dreamed I was leading the prom again. Cutting a real fancy. Oh, how sweet. All of a sudden, I woke up and there I was. Just a lonely old man in my smoking jacket and smoking pants. <laughs> You're smoking pants? Yeah, that's what woke me up. I dropped a cigar in my lap. <laughs> come on, kid. Now, come on, Molly. we got to get down to that market. Let's go. Come on. Billy Mills in the orchestra and in the cool, cool, cool of the evening.
Okay, bud. Wrap up them steaks up. I'll take both of them. Yes, sir. My, they're beautiful. But steak is so expensive, dearie. Uh, so what? It's only money. We'll put off buying a new car till next year. <laughs> when I throw a dinner party for your birthday, by oh, George... Oh, look, I... dearie, there's Dr. Gamble. You who, Dr. Gamble? Well, hello, Molly. Happy birthday. Thank you, doctor. Oh, hi, button popper. <laughs> I didn't see you standing over there. I thought that was a side of beef with a hat on. My, your shop is a surgical sponge today. I suppose you're here to buy yourself a little afternoon slack, little afternoon snack. Yeah. Afternoon <laughs> <laughs> slack snack. Like maybe a leg of pork or a stewing hen. Huh? I wasn't buying a thing, fish face. Oh. I was merely browsing. Browsing, doctor? Yes, visiting the butcher shop gives me quite a lift, Molly. Is that so? All day long, people come into my office and say, Doctor, my stomach is bad. Doctor, my chest is awful. Doctor, my back is terrible. Oh, yes, it must get awfully monotonous. And then I come here, and it all changes. The butcher looks at me with a smile on his face, and he says, Doctor, my short ribs are wonderful. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Doc, this guy's short ribs are usually pretty bad. They're full of bones. Well, now, you just work up a good appetite for tonight, Doctor. You will be over, won't you? You're not busy. I wouldn't miss it, Molly, although I have been pretty busy this week. I visited one building yesterday, and out of 60 people there, 40 of them were sick. My gosh, an apartment? No, hospital. Uh, good old Docky. Look at that waddle, Molly. How so many square meals can produce such a round shape beats me. Well, I think we got everything now, Tootsie. Let's grab a street car and get back there. Hi, McGee. Happy birthday, Mrs. Thank you, Ollie. Nice to see you. Hi, Ollie. Hey, you and your wife coming to dinner tonight, eh? We're setting a plate for you, boy. Well, put some groceries on it, too, McGee. I'll be there. <laughs> My missus, though, she's out of town this week. Oh. oh, dear. Well, we'll miss her, Ollie. Say, how are the children these days? Well, I hope. Well, I hope so, too, Mrs. <laughs> My daughter, Christina, she gets big on at high school this week. Oh? They make a share loader for the football games. Yeah? Cheerleader, eh? No, share loader, my oh. She loads shares on a truck for the cheerleaders to sit on. She likes football, does she? Well, you know kids, missus. She loves it this week. She says she goes to watch her baby play. Oh? <laughs> Christina's baby is a fellow named Beef Truskolinsky that spends his weekends eating me out of the house and icebox. <laughs> well, cheer up, Oli. Football season ends Thanksgiving. She'll probably drop in then. Sure, but then comes basketball, missus. All winter, I get some big lummox eight feet high walking around knocking down chandeliers with his big square head. How <laughs> does Christina get interested in horse racing? Now, yockeys, I could throw out in the street. <laughs> now, come on, Molly. Here's our streetcar. Pass the readership, pass the readership and Planetron. Let him out, please. Both. <laughs> Hurry up, Molly. Let me give you a hand with them bundles. Thanks, dearie. It's a high step in this skirt. Who was that? Me. Oh. <laughs> here, I have the change conductor. Here. Let's sit right here, kid. Oh, the party, Nick. Oh, the party, Nick. That's a battle plan. Well done for cleverest thing. <laughs> what did he say, dearie? 14th Street. <laughs> How could you tell? I looked out the window. 
always... Oh, hey, watch your feet there, Si. You almost... Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I didn't... Oh, it's you, pal. Hi. Well. And Molly, happy birthday. Thank you, Mr. Wilcox. My gosh, Junior, what are you doing riding this square-wheeled bolt bucket, boy? <laughs> well, I'm putting up some car cards, pal. Oh? Terrific new pet milk recipe. Party peach pie. Here, uh, here's a picture of it, Molly. Beautiful? Oh, that looks delicious. Ah, oh, well, you taste it. It's Mary Lee Taylor's new recipe, made with that good, rich, pet-evaporated milk and California cling peaches. It's what we call an H.T. recipe. H.T.? Oh, oh, I know who that is. But you mean to tell me Mrs. Truman bakes that pie for Harry? <laughs> here, here, let me see that picture. No, dearie. No, 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 that's not what I meant, pal. H.T. stands for husband tested. Well, Natch, who else would she test it on? You don't think Mrs. Truman's going to bake a pie and try it out on Senator Taft? <laughs> no, no, no. Look, pal, whatever your politics, everybody likes this party peach pie. Like everything else you make with pet milk, which is just good sweet country milk concentrated to double richness, pet's party peach pie is just crammed full of goodness. You fascinate me, Hilo. <laughs> Look, uh, I don't know what you plan for your menu tonight, pal, but here's a tip. Yeah? If you want to be the hit of the household tonight, serve your guests a party peach pie. Say, you know, that's a very intriguing thought, Junior. Not very well expressed, of course, but... I gather you're trying to say that party peach pie is a peach of a party pie, and if you want to be the pet of the party and perk up the proceedings, I just pop out with Pet's popular party peach pie, which peps up the people, punches up the party, and makes old Papa pit. <laughs> My very words, pal. <laughs> and I just happen to have 10,000 copies of the recipe for it here in my pocket. And if oh, you like uh, one... one question, Junior. Shoot. Can you put candles on it? Because this is Molly's birthday and we got to have candles Call on... Call next. Call Glasmerk and Petersville. Change for nurse. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's our stop, Molly. Grab the bundle. See you tonight, Mr. Wilcox. Better hurry. Right. Our guests will be there in six and a half hours. i got to get started cooking that thing. Come on. Call Glasmerk. Oh, made a mistake. It's not golf last week. It's an actual reason for a That's for you, Chris. And Tina Trill, nerf car. <laughs>
Maybe if I fix the salad next. No. Better get the vegetables ready first. No, I think i now, if you just let me help you a little bit, get hmm? things started. The guests are already here. No, sir. I'll fix this dinner, Tootsie. This is your birthday. You go entertain the guests. I'll holler if I need anything. Well, good luck, dearie. Oh, that's a cute story, Mr. Mayor. (laughs) Thank you, Mrs. Duke. Well, what's the news from your mess, Sergeant Molly? Is it true he's just been recommended by Duncan Hines for oblivion? Well, I don't know, Mr. Mayor. He won't even let me in the kitchen. He says he's going to throw us a dinner that will go down in history. Well, I hope history can keep it down. My experience with McGee's cooking has been rather dreadful. Hey, Molly, I... where do we keep the... Oh, hi, fellas. Happy Molly's birthday. Oh, oh hi, Oli. Uh, well, you look at Roscoe from the Waldorf. Ain't you dressed a little early for Halloween, McGee? Good <laughs> Very funny, Ollie. very funny. Oh, McGee, just look at all the beautiful presents they brought me. Oh, boy, 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 that's a lot of loot. Well, you boys make yourselves at home. I gotta get back to... Oh, say, I nearly forgot what I come out here for, Molly. Where do you keep the briskly, kiddo? Keep the what? The briskly. Goes in a recipe I'm whipping up. The direction says to mix ingredients and stir briskly for five minutes. <laughs> I can't find any briskly oh, out there. Oh, Gary, that just means to uh, stir it fast. Fast or slow, Molly. I can't stir it until I can find it. <laughs> We're out of briskly. Have wimp run down. Oh, stir it fast. Oh, I get it. Well, I'll back to <laughs> Let's see. It's eight o'clock now. Let's make up a pool on what time the kitchen blows up. <laughs> well, I'll say 8.30. Half an hour more out there, and he'll no, certainly have to... No, boys. No. Huh? No gambling. No. Would anyone like to hear a funny story? <laughs> well, this is a very funny story about two Irishmen. Well, I know a yoke about two sea fellas, but I forget what's happened to them. <laughs> Well, this is two Irishmen, Ole. It seems there were two Irishmen named Pat and Mike and... Hey, Molly, where's the mayonnaise? In the refrigerator, dearie. Okay. And Pat and Mike worked on the highway, and Pat drove a steam roller. Who, Mr. Wimple? Pat, Mrs. McGee. You know, Pat and Mike. Pat drove a steam roller. Hey, Molly, where's the sugar? In the sugar bowl, dearie. Oh, yeah. Well, you keep the seat. I'll find it. Uh, <laughs> drove a steamroller, and one day, while Mike was working... Oh, Mr. Wimple? Mike, Mrs. Mee, the fellow who's with Pat and all the stories, one day... Hey, Molly, where's the egg whites? I need six egg whites. Have you looked inside the eggs? <laughs> That's a good idea, thanks. One day, while Pat and Mike were working... Oh, dear. <laughs> hey, Molly, where's the mop? <laughs> Look, dearie, why don't you let me come out there and help you with the dinner? No, sir, dinner? you stay right where you darn are, Tootsie. This is your birthday, baby. So, Pat fell down one day in front of the steam rolling. Hey, Wally, is this the story where the foreman knocks on the door at Pat's house? Oh, and... yes. <laughs> and he says, Mrs. O'Brien, your husband has been run over by a steam roller. Yeah. And Mrs. O'Brien says, well, just slip him under the door. <laughs> is that the story, Mr. Wimple? Yes. <laughs> well, that's a very 
funny story, Mr. Wimple. Oh, thank you, Mrs. Toots. Sure, that's a good one, Wimple. I like yokes. You, you know any more good yokes, Wimple? Well, yes. There's one about... Hey, Wilcox, the trivia. You guys like cream spinach? Not me. Can't stand it. I hate it. Good, I just burned it. <laughs> I got another surprise for you, though, Molly. I'm fixing you some pressed duck, Tootsie. And I know how you love pressed duck. Oh, wonderful. Yeah, I had to use tame rice, though. We didn't have any wild rice. <laughs> Give it a few more minutes, McGee. With you in the kitchen, it'll be wild. Incidentally, dearie, uh, how are the steaks? Are you about ready to put them on? If you are, pal, make mine rare, huh? I like red meat. They're already cooked, Junior. <laughs> I cooked them an hour ago, and I got them in the oven, keeping them warm. Oh, no. <laughs> when you're cooking all the stuff I'm cooking, you got to have a system. You can't cook everything at once, you know. Yeah, but dearie, if the steaks are already cooked, dinner should be about ready, you know. Don't worry, it will be, kiddo. I'm having a little trouble mashing the potatoes, though. They're, they're kind of tough. How long did you boil them? Oh, boil them. Oh, that's a good idea. That'll soften them up. Uh, Wally, do you know any more jokes? If somebody tell a joke, I feel like crying. Well, one time there were two other Irishmen named Terence and Timothy, and... Hey, Molly, we got any chutney? Chutney? For what? For the lamb curry, kiddo. Lamb curry? With steak? Well, uh, to tell the truth, Latrive, the steak's got a little dried out. <laughs> kind of woody. <laughs> so I chopped them up fine and switched to lamb curry. Oh, no. Well, I got a terrific recipe for lamb curry, only I'm using chopped steak instead of... <laughs> almost nine o'clock. Look, boys, I'm awfully sorry about that. I, I wonder if he's all right out there. You don't think he got discouraged and blew his brains out with a pastry gun? <laughs> yeah, he's liable to do it. So Pat said to Mike, Oh, bunnies, here he comes again. Ah, uh, that does it. That rat, that dad rat of luck. What happened, dearie? Is dinner finished? You said it. Dinner is finished. It's done. Ruined. Kaput. Whatever that means. What happened, my boy? What happened besides everything? The dad ratted lima beans had done it. When I stepped in that hole in the kitchen floor. The kitchen floor? There's no hole in the kitchen floor. What hole? The one the electric iron made. How do you cook dinner with an electric iron? I was using it to press out the pressed duck with. On the floor when the gas went off. The gas went off? Yeah, when the curry boiled over. I got the burner so gummy I couldn't light it again. That was on account of those peppers not being cold enough. Peppers? Cold? Yeah, the recipe says to take, take six chili peppers. <laughs> the ones you had out there weren't even cool. Let alone chili. When I started to put them in the icebox to cool them off, I stepped in that hole in the floor and... Ah, oh, why does everything have to happen to me? I could give you 5,000 reasons why everything happens to you, McGee. Well, don't you worry, dearie. We'll just take our guests out to dinner. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'll call the sump room right now. No, no, no. Just, just a minute, Molly. I think you ought to open your presents first. See if you like them. Yeah. Yeah, well, oh, yeah. that's a well, I did. wonderful. I've been pretty patient about all these beautiful packages. I can hardly wait. Well, we all talked it over, Molly, and we thought you'd like some practical gifts, dear. Oh, that's... that's from me, the big one. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to see. Whoa. Well. Heavenly day. Look at that, McGee. A great big beautiful baked ham. 
My gosh, a ham. This one's mine, Molly. Oh, Mr. Mayor. A three-layer cake. What? Look, McGee, it says happy birthday on it. Oh, yeah? Where's the candles? Say, I made a party peach pie, Molly. I hope two desserts. Oh, look at it. And Mr. Wimple, potato salad. Then I've done smorgasbord, Mrs. Oh, I see. So you guys got together and planned this in advance, eh? No confidence in me, eh? You think I can't cook a simple dinner party for ten people for my wife's birthday, eh? Well, I'll tell you guys one thing. What? I'm starving to death. Come on, let's eat. Molly return in a moment. With all the different kinds of milk to choose from, good cooks keep right on reaching for just one brand, Pet's Evaporated Milk. Now you might ask, what does Pet Milk have that causes so many people to reach for it? Well, for one thing, every can of Pet Milk has the seal of acceptance of the Council on Foods and Nutrition of the American Medical Association. Another thing, Pet Milk is good, sweet country milk from which nothing but water has been taken out. So you know it's honest-to-goodness whole milk in concentrated form. And because it's concentrated, because it's twice as rich as ordinary bottled milk, you can use it in many more ways, in place of coffee cream, for example, even in place of whipping cream. And when you want to use it in place of bottled milk, you simply put the water back into pet milk. Half water, half pet milk. And don't forget, pet evaporated milk costs much less than cream, even less generally than bottled milk. So do as so many good cooks do. Reach for Pet's Evaporated Milk. Uh, I'm really ready for the sack, Tootsie. I'm beat. Well, it certainly was a lovely party, sweetheart, after all. Uh, I'm glad you had fun. I'm sleepy. What a wonderful way to celebrate a birthday. Good friend... Good food, good wishes, and good night. Oh, good night, all. <laughs> the first evaporated milk, pet milk, brings you Fibber McGee and Molly each week at this time. Be with us again next Tuesday night, won't you? If you found yourself in the middle of a triangle between a man, his wife, and another woman, how would you get out of the entanglement? Well, young wife Sally Carter discovers there is more than one way to undo the unhappiness such a triangle causes. Hear this dramatic story of the week on Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor program next Saturday morning. On the same program, Mary Lee gives her recipe of the week for an easy-to-make apple spice cake with the topping baked right on it. Tune in sure next Saturday morning to NBC for the story of the week and the recipe of the week. Brought to you by Pet Milk's Mary Lee Taylor. Next, it's Big Town and Playhouse on Broadway on NBC. NBC.